we're gonna do it like 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 this old school to new school we got the interviews b-boy reg and butter butter what up dog red footage and rhyme cyphers producers and songwriters our podcast is live you don't have to write bars to be a superstar we interview them all managers and anr should legends and athletes and record execs your favorite rapper's favorite rapper may be on the show next if you're trying to get lit then i show us the light blue checks don't mean shit if the mind ain't right like share and subscribe Comment when we live. We on all platforms, so you can watch anytime. Funky fresh in the flesh, y'all. Subscribe now. Get geek. Yes. <laughs> what up, though? This B Boy Reds. I'm DJ Buddy, y'all. What up, though? And this Funky Fresh in the Flesh podcast. What up, though, y'all? What's going on, world? Right now. <laughs> Yeah, man. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe, man. Yeah, we you know, I'm going to change the um, intro to ladies and gentlemen. It's the 6 o'clock news. Two homeboys still kicking the blues. One talking paint and one talking money. They so full of shit, it ain't even funny. Where that's from, butter? I'm testing your hip-hop trivia, man. What was that, uh? It's B Street, B Street, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to know? It's funny. I remembered that rhyme as soon as I left the movie theater. Wow, that was crazy. Wow. But yeah, what's going on in your world? Man, I'm on my way back to the D, man. It's lining up these interviews, man. Yeah. So working on some new album stuff, man. I want want some people to hear what I. What I did before I left. Okay. Yeah. Who you working with? Who you got in the pot? Um, I got uh I got Fat Cat, Guilty, um, Stretch Money did something for me. Uh, my boy Jay Jackson. Okay. He beats work with him. Um uh Yuck Mouth, uh Cocaine did something for me, Yuck Mouth. Okay. Put that one out. Oh, I put put the uh, Joey Bishop on that one. Well, um, yeah. Joey Bishop with cocaine and Yuck Mouth all on the same song. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. dope. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of his lane too. Mm-hmm. Like I could definitely hear Joey Bishop and, and just cocaine. you know just helping him with the bucket list. We all got bucket lists. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. <laughs> sir. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a I'm gonna start back writing for real, man, because my bucket list is Red Man and G Rap. So mm-hmm. we make that happen. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, I DM Red Man and uh, he DM back. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, dope. that's dope. We gonna we gonna call it Reggie Reggie and Reggie. <laughs> Reggie on the plate, right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, what you what you think about uh we were just talking about that for shizzle my nizzle stuff, the lady on TV. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I can see why they fight her, but I mean it's it's pop culture, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we gotta be mindful of, of what we what what's allowed and what people get away with. You know what I'm saying? Like some stuff is is the way you do it, and then I don't, I don't want people to get I don't want people to get judged or 
fired because they said it on one platform. Like if that's gonna be the if that's gonna be the rule, make it across the board, right? So if somebody else said it on the internet, give them the same energy, right? But a lot of times we allow people to get away with stuff for so long and then they feel like it's cool and then you get that. They go on national TV and probably embarrass themselves. Right. And like, oh, it's cool with my friends, so it must be cool to do it here. Well, no, it ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them just your little friends that probably like um, kissing your butt or your yes man and all of that. So I think personally when you in a circle of people, you got to keep people grounded and let them know what the rules are. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we we all got those those one or two white friends that grew up in the hood or whatever. They may say the N-word, but you got to put some rules in place with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who your friends are that let you say it, but mm-hmm. when you come around me, it, it's a different feeling, you know? So mm-hmm. um, collectively, man, we just got to be more mindful of it. Cause she probably she probably never thought she would get the type of backlash she did from saying that because her son was on, on TV for twenty years or something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But I mean, when you hear Snoop saying for Zizzle, for Zizzle, my nizzle, and all of that, and she sees Snoop with Martha Stewart, and then she probably got people in her circle saying it, and when she said around them, they think it's cute. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But then she go on national TV and it's a whole different, um, she get a little bit more backlash from it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's a funny game. Cause a lot of these, these guys can say and do racist things that got way more money. Yeah. And still go, you know, can survive the next day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's I say the rule got to be clear across the board. We know what yeah. nizzle mean. You know, yeah. but whoever whoever yeah. was letting her get away with saying it before should have right. checked it. Like, don't ever say that in public. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, just because just because one of your friends might be cool with it, that's you know that's black. Don't don't assume the world cool with it. The white American nizzle mean nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the other thing, like some people repeat stuff. When we was over in Africa, man, we was in Senegal and this girl had on a shirt. I forgot what slang term it was, but it was something um, raunchy. It's something like thought something. something. And she had no clue what it was. She just knew she had on American shirt with English on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it and it had a hip hop look, and that's how she. We told her what it meant, and she kind of looked embarrassed. That's how we knew she didn't really know, or maybe she knew, and she knew that she found out we was Americans, and we knew what it was. So she probably was. Either way, it was just like, you know, some people naturally don't know what certain slang is. They just when you look at it, what majority of their crowd. They repeating every word they saying, and they saying nigga in the rhyme and things like that. So, the the rap culture probably so used to hearing it back to them from the crowd to the stage, back and forth, way more than any genre of music. So yeah. they get more, yeah. they get more uh, vulnerable to the to just hearing it, hearing the, the 
you know, the frequency back and forth to them. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's Nizzo, I, I hope Snoop got a, got a trademark. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna put it on the map for real. <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, what's my man that made Double Dutch Bus? We are. We are. Everybody owe him some money. Yeah, yeah. His name. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> man, yeah, man. It did. Yeah, his ain't kiss, ain't kiss. Oh, <laughs> that was the shit right there for real. Yeah. Yeah. What else going on in the world? Man, I, um, well, basically, man, I um just been watching how these different podcasts is moving and how, you know, that's it, man. Just everybody, um, you know, it's it's a it's a rebellious game right now. <laughs> just looking at how, just how people fight for content and you know, um, it's a survival game. And I'm just watching, man. It's a people got to understand, man. If you ain't got real people skills in this shit, man. It's only so much you can do. You can start talking about people if you you don't know how to bring people on a on a show and, and promote them and, and bring that that back. If you're not doing that, we talking about people. So a lot of people can't really support artists and you know yeah and uh, and get it back. You know, so it's just it's a funny game. And I'm just hearing how the guys are on top and you know and and saying certain things and doing certain things. It's, it's a funny game, man. Just watching, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird because, like, drama sells, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of people's getting that shock factor or that shock value. Some this happened on the show and that happened. And that that's all cool if that's the lane you want to be in. But you got to know, like, when you start out, what direction you want to go. Yeah. And a lot of people... They might have good intentions when they started, but once they realize they can make money doing this, just like with any other form, <laughs> it's like, oh, you was you was you was preaching knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Then next next thing you know, you figure you can make more money, shoot them up, bang bang, right? So yeah. same with the podcast thing. You we come on here, we showing light to people that didn't have a light on them before. We acknowledging people that contributed to the culture right but then all of a sudden you realize oh i can make money if i get these two to beef out on my show or i start beefing with people or we start calling out so people take that run with it man because it's more beneficial for the record man i got too much uh ptsd for that (laughs) no that's it so we try to have fun man (laughs) we try to have fun hear some (laughs) running I want to I know who the first uh, uh, 60-year-old Detroit rapper that's going to drop a gold album. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, oh, I want the first pair of alligator shoes, you know? Yeah. I want to I get the, the, the up-and-coming artists, they first interview, you know what I'm saying? So we can look back five years and be like, yeah. man, we was on that dude early, you know what I'm saying? Or that, yeah. or that chick or whatever. Yeah. You know, Doing we have certain, breaker artists. Yeah. Highlight the DJs more, you know? Yeah, yup. Entrepreneurship, you know? Yeah, yeah, talking about what people got going on outside of music, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. Get a fans a different side of the artist. Yeah. Because you, know? yeah. you are. Um, oh, go ahead. The, the, you know, the go to is like a lot of these platforms, they really, um, 
you know, I, I I would like to see a lot of these 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 national networks put a sprinkle a little Detroit in a lot of this stuff. So that's the goal for for us to showcase our own, and then you know for them to give us back the love and say, yo, we we love y'all too. You know what I'm saying? So right. You know that's the goal. Is you know a lot of people took took note out of Motown and you know just you know the the blackism. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the goal, man. What you been listening to lately? Pace one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good dump sell itself. I keep listening to a couple. I like I like the project overall. Right. Um, who else I've been listening to? That rabbit hole too. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 I think he's killing it, man. He got the, yeah. the videos are so ill, man. He got some dope ass videos yeah. too. I I can yeah. imagine his his crowd. I would like to see. Um, I can, it kind of just remind me like of feel good hip hop with just a good style to it. You know what I'm saying? Like the music. And it, it kind of remind me of the Walkman days when you put everything on your Walkman and you just be like, right, right, and right. you just have like a cult following, you know, right. and the bars is there, the production yeah. is there, and you yeah, can relate to it. Yeah. yeah. He's super dope. I like he pulling sounds from everywhere. I love that about him. He seemed like he going to get the old Indiana Jones movies and yeah sounds out of him and stuff. I'm just like, wow, that's so dope. You know? yeah. Man, you know who surprised me though at um at the Dilla Day event. So they had the beat, they had the beat session, right? Um, where they had like the all the producers come up and play their beats. So Miss Corona got up there. She got some dope beats, man. She got, yeah, she definitely got an ear for it. Like what I was hearing, I was like, okay, Mark One got some dope beats. So yeah, it it was some. I heard some good stuff up there, man. So it's like all it takes is for that one MC to really get with somebody, you know, and work on a full project with them. Yeah, y'all y'all get in those events, man. Take pictures. You know, uh, communicate and commoderize. That's how I met Proof Day One. You know, because this stuff don't last long. You know, and then yeah. we we partying under a, a banner of, of Dilla, and he's gone. So you know, just to, to see that alone, it's like that's what's bringing the unity. So we gotta start living as well as, as supporting it. Yeah, it's dead. You know what I'm saying? It's like yo, so y'all, so y'all build with each other. It'd be dope to see. Uh, Producers hooking up with MCs and doing a whole project, or MCs that pro- as producers, right? You know, back and forth like that. That's the, that's that Bay Area stuff. How they moved out there, you know. You see, Too Short and E Forty doing the album, and Messy Marv and San Quinn with one producer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I was thinking about, man, is when we get back in the lab is uh. We hire hire like some a DJ or two like uh like a shit uh, tap money or cash money to cut on one of your songs and oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying you know just to oh, see I'm doing the album well you know we we go <laughs> we go put it down you know better be like man man <laughs> from you. 
Rich, his feet. Oh, I know I was rapping. Yeah. <laughs> That's the album gonna come with a free sheet or the sheepskin with it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give out. Um, I'm gonna have Uggs remake the Jingle Books. <laughs> yeah, I said it here first, y'all, because <laughs> Uggs is the updated Jingle Books. You gotta keep your feet warm. Yeah, yeah, y'all don't know about the Jingle Books. <laughs> uh, what yeah, what do you think been listening to? You said what? Say what Detroit cats you've been listening to? Um, other than the foul mouth, um, not much. Like I've I've been listening to some of the projects I've been catching up on have been older projects and stuff. Like of course I got the Miss Corona album. Um, who else out there now? I like the new Cash Dial stuff. I like I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like the so some some stuff I like because the material is good. Some stuff I like because the whole vibe is there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's, it's she she keeps the Detroit sexy shit going on. That's dope. Yeah, it's like the energy energy around it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the whole style of it, the look of it, and the song selection, the song titles, and all of that. Um, who else? Um, you know what's so wild, man? Not to cut you off. You know, the sack chasing era, man, was a good era. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that whole vibe, like, you know, that's 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 what Detroit be mean sometimes, you know, that whole, yeah. you know, but it's dope to see that, you know. Go yeah. ahead, my man. Yeah, the sack, sack chases, the um. <laughs> Before everybody was trapped and we was rolling, we called yeah, everybody. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, so that. What you want to say? No, that's that's it, man. But it's it's a lot. I can't even think of it right now. I'm trying to think who's who really sticks out to me. Aztec the Barfly. Yeah, they gave me his album, man. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. he he got bars. That's so, quality banging. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to say this though. Like some some rappers, like when we interviewed Z, it was like Z was, he was clear on on who his music is for, right? He was like, I don't care if it's a love song, you're gonna get bars, right? My music ain't for somebody that wanna go shoot them up or nothing. It's for people that want to hear bars, right? So, like, when you hear certain artists, you're listening to them because you want to listen to somebody spit. Like, you really want to hear rhymes, you want to hear style, you want to hear bars, delivery, cadence, all of that, right? Then you got other people you want to turn up to. And it can be, some people got a good combination of both, but yeah, he dope. Um, yeah, the beast is scarless too. I'm just like, yeah. damn, killing him. Oh, I wonder, I wonder if he handpicked his beats or somebody's, you know what I'm saying? Because some people just good at picking beats and they just feel it. Some people just whatever beat they feel that match the rhyme or that they feel they can write to, they go. But some people say, This is the beat I want because this is the sound I'm trying to get for this project. And I'll go back and write to these. I'm not trying to force fit nothing to this, but this is the beat I need, right? So, 
I'm curious to know what his process is in creating that project. You too, too. I think I always kind of looked at it like um, when a, when a producer is, is got it got plentiful, when he got so much to choose from. Yeah, be able to show the, you know the um the strength and weaknesses of his production that you you able to play back to back to back to back to, that's when you lock in with an artist. But you gotta have um access to do all that. But you know for him, file month to be that, it seems like he can drop an album every every month or two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's real dope to see that. You know what I'm saying? Real, because rappers be. Maybe one hard uh, producer to play the track one, track two. I don't like that. They want to do something. You know what I'm saying? You know how that shit go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But he 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 got some. You know what I love about Fire Mouth is like um, you can't find his sounds, man. It's like, damn, where is this sound coming from, Mike? Yeah. He, he go he may go grab a shaft movie and probably listen to every sound in shaft or something you know it's like yeah know. that's what you gotta do man you gotta yeah. you gotta come left left field with some of that stuff man. yeah you gotta give people yeah. something different yeah. it might be a similar vibe but you're not gonna you're not gonna find those sounds somewhere yeah exactly. like you know what's crazy I, I was telling my wife this i was in record time one day back in the day and i used to go look through records and then you know they'll let you play the record to use records before you buy them and i would just look for something to see if it has something i wanted to sample and it was just one record i just randomly picked it up and played it and it, it was a baby on there going ah right and it was the sample timberland used for that leah joint and i was like i I was shocked that I found that, but I didn't want to buy the whole album because I didn't like any other samples, wow. but I almost brought it just for that. But it was like, who would have thought to just grab that and sample that? And then that's like the most noticeable thing in the song. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But it was just like, damn, you got to listen to a lot of stuff to get inspiration and come up with something different and make it work, man. Your joint, uh, B Boy Serenade. I heard the original, uh, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, when I was bugging, I was like, Man, I almost dropped a tear like that. This is that shit right here, you know? Like, yeah, uh, uh, Rainer produced that for me. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's the, the only thing I ain't like about that is when we recorded the beat, the, the tempo was it was faster than what I needed it to be to rap to. So when I was rapping, I was rushing. Like I was trying to, I was trying to catch the beat, catch up on the beat instead of just flowing. And yeah. it it was my delivery was kind of forced based on how the beat was going. But yeah. Christina Moet, her name is Suzette. What you say? <laughs> yeah. 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 She's my class, man. Uh, we're gonna pull some heat out man for real yeah our our public speaking yeah y'all yeah. stay tuned b-boy reg back in the studio that's the name of this this stream and right here b-boy reg back <laughs> <laughs> b-boy I, I was talking about on the one show about one of my clients her boyfriend had the uh the kill the dj album and shit. oh yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I got that. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about it on the episode. Southwest, Southwest. Y'all owe me a check, man. Y'all got a warehouse full of my shit, man. And I don't know, man. Y'all reach out. Y'all see me on this this podcast, uh, South by Southwest. Yo, DJ Butter Tech, for real. Yeah, that kill the DJ album? Kill the DJ since 99, man. They they won um, bankrupt when Napster hit and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. was casting out cats, you know, who they had the big chunk of change to. You know, my thing was brand new. They didn't understand the, the playlist. And, Right on the album, but that type of shit helped niggas beef right there when they did right. all that. Man, the companies was falling apart. Nobody understood that. Like, why is this man? You know what I'm saying? Then cats to start their own stuff, and then they boys is mad. That's what that was. That was real back then, for real. That's you know? crazy, man. Yeah. South by Southwest wholesale. They had man, little flip. uh Cash money, eight ball and MJG, uh, serving the world click. Uh, Dice was on there. Street lords, you know. Yeah. So they they had a lot of a lot of people's stuff. It was distribution company, right? Right. Yeah. Damn. I sent them my one sheet. They was like, "Who was Royce? Who was we know about Eminem? Who was D12? You know, yeah. who was No Coast? You know, what I'm saying they was they was bugging on me." day one you know for real. that's why the covers with shit happens was so crazy you know it was because i wanted to just reach out to people like right they well, bought it because the cover was disgusting you know what i'm saying so yeah. man that's that's crazy how like projects come out and they be having like future stars on it you just don't know yet mm-hmm. and somebody took a chance because you you look at like older music you look at some of them um compilation albums that came out like in a probably like the very late 80s early 90s and stuff and you'd be like who is this dude then all of a sudden they become like a major star or something right crazy you um, know i was watching red just uh uptown is kicking it with molly mall and uh, yeah and that stuff still so dope when it was in the uh the meeting in the office with heavy d and them yeah i'm cooling Fooling, it would, it would do yeah. the same. Vanessa, ten questions. Yeah, that's that's. You so remember hard. these rhymes? Cause Heavy D said so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know that was confusing though, cause Marley Ma, they was like, they brought Marley Marley, and I was like, wait, man, I thought he yeah. was the Juice Crew. Me too. You know man. what I'm saying? <laughs> but not knowing the dynamics of Marley Ma, because like, I'm listening, and back then they tried to always put. Rakim and Big Daddy came against each other. You know, we all want to see that. But then you hear Rakim mention Marley Marl on the record. It was like, okay. But that's that's when it, it dawned on me, like, dudes, it ain't it wasn't such you just with this click. Like you can be producing here, DJing for this person and that person. But yeah, uptown kicking it. Yeah, that was the shit. What was the dude name? Rock, rock. What's his name? Raheem or something? That was on there. He was hardcore. Me and my brother used to look at that like, yeah. (laughs) Groovy, chill. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, remember the dude? Um, what was his name? Raheem Bayshon from he was um, 
from Houston. He was kind of down with the ghetto boys. Yeah, he was hard. Raheem, Bayshon or something. Because yeah. Bushwick Bill was in that video. Yeah, I got the vinyl. I got okay. The storage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was he was he was gangster with it too. He was just a LL. Yeah. Something, something back then. Yeah. He was super gangster with it. I think I think LL probably the most battle tested MC. Out there, cause everybody was trying to diss LL for a minute. I mean, this 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 think how many records labels was like. I give you fifty thousand, you diss LL. You know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> sit your ass down. Not not that LL. You probably want to. You probably want to diss LL after he came out with phenomenon or something. But you don't yeah. want this L. You ain't want to diss the LL between I'm bad and walking with a. Oh no, break a door. I'm bad. To um, cannabis joint. What was after walking with a panther? He did pink cookies. What was the pink, fourteen shots to the dome? Yeah, you probably could have snuck in a little something in, but when he came back out with that, uh, no, you couldn't diss him around Murder Ground. Um, I forgot what album that was. Mr. Smith and all that. What Mama said, knock you out. Yeah, you weren't. It, any any time period when what between like um when he did Jack the Ripper and um to the break of dawn, you wasn't fucking with LL there. I shot you. I forgot yeah, I shot you. yeah, you wasn't fucking with LL. I don't care who who label you was on, who you thought you was. The dude probably man. You take the bag and then you say, damn I I forget. I gotta try to battle him, battle him in the rap, and then fight him on the street. Like, man, you will win it nowhere. <laughs> I don't, I don't want nobody trying to remake Jack the Ripper except like three people, and I don't even want to name them right now. Uh, yeah, because he said this year you tried, next year you quitting. <laughs> yeah. Nobody fucking wait. It's no rough for all that stuff. Jack the Ripper. Man. Yeah, I wonder if he still perform against No Rapper, man. No, I doubt it. Yeah, the A, the B, the C. I used to love cutting the D, the D, the, the yeah, D. <laughs> the one nine hundred LL Cool J. That that walking with a Panther was a little bit ahead of his time. Yeah. I ain't really like it that much when it first came out. It was only a few songs I liked, but then when I went back. I was like, oh, I see what was going on here. I think he just had too many songs on the album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Big Old Butt, uh, the original jingle, Jingling Baby before the Marley Mar remix. Yeah. Um it was funny, he put the he put the remix on a whole different album after that. Um, you know, bad was kind of short and sweet, you know. Yeah, yeah. The radio was short and sweet. You had to play it back in black, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For you know, some good times, man. Well, oh, man, he said this. Uh, yeah, everybody was coming at, at LL. Yeah, you see, uh, cannabis was on one of the shows talking about it. Yeah, he had a lot of heart to do that one. Really. Oh man, I was listening to that the other day. Like, damn, cannabis. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was scammers, bro. <laughs> yeah, boy. It, it's kind of two people you ain't really want. 
it's people you didn't fuck with because of they they style and they they skill and a lot of people was like rocking with Big Daddy Kane, but over the years I think time proved you don't you don't just LL or fifty, <laughs> like it was just like all right, Freddie Fox too. <laughs> yeah, well, well, here let me say this: it's certain people, it's certain people you didn't diss because of other consequences, but it's certain people you didn't diss because they had the skill, they had the fan base, and they knew how to work the media against you. You know what I'm saying? So 50 was kind of a master at that. LL had the fan base and the rap skills, and he had, you know what I'm saying, the media attention and the hype and all that. So it was just certain people you just didn't. You didn't this. If you did, you had to come. Yeah, you had to come strong. Like Modi had the best chance. That that um, I'm gonna tell you what the LL stand for and all that. He had the best yeah. chance of rhyme skill, but lower level, lean, licking, lip, lipping. <laughs> when I first well. heard that, it was on the radio. I was like, damn, they playing this on the radio, and everybody yeah. was going crazy. But um hey when Shane got him on a, a pioneer this he said the Puma's the brand because the clan make troops. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, I looked at my troops like I can't believe this shit, you know. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, but LL came back with um uh um, Mo D was like your little Star Trek shades so. <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. LL was rock, man. Yep. So yeah, yeah I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to his new project. Me too, man. I can't wait to y'all hear uh, his uh, his uh, homeboy E Love interview with us. Yep. And see what's going on with E Love and um, talking about LL and Q Tip and him living in Michigan and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's coming soon, man. And E Love, E Love, gotta tell people E Love was not just a sidekick. Don't. No. Don't think it was sweet. That was that was not he was not just a sidekick. And when y'all see the interview, y'all gonna see like the other stuff he got going on. Brand. I was about it just hip hop. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, so we got a couple things that lined up for our sleeve. No, we can't really share too much, man. For real. Yeah. Gotta just voila presto alakazam on them, you know. <laughs> yeah, people be biting our style sometimes too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they bite you know, it's good. You, I see people probably pulling from our interviews to ask the questions, but that's this is to motivate the unmotivated man. I, you know, I I used to love listening to the radio and, and waking up eight o'clock in the morning and the day without a rhyme is on the radio. Yeah, yeah, mixed the run DMC and all that stuff. Yeah, that's what we get into right now, you know. Really. Yeah. And same with like the young cats. Like I think because our experience coming up with hip hop, because it was so new then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that even here it in the mainstream was like exciting to us. Now it's just like the it's just normal to wake up and hear hip hop on the radio. But the new cats got their own they own experience, the younger dudes rather. So like you know, you go from, oh, this is hip hop, and you excited to hear it on the radio, 
to, oh, this is a Detroit artist. I'm excited to hear them on the radio or see them on a, on a BET or a major platform to now you seeing them on tour with such and such or to see a, a payroll on a song with E-40 or, you know what I'm saying, or Sada Baby getting love across the nation. So it's like the, the younger dudes are experiencing it in their own way. And that's cool too, because 10, 15 years from now, they gonna have their own stories to tell right. about their experience and what they remember. Right. You know? so yeah, I, I start off my mid shows with some of their music and, you know, mix the music in with the, the Red Man's and all that stuff, the Project Pass, the stuff I like, Dope Boy Cash Out, you know? Yeah. Mix it all up, you know? That's the goal, to show some open-mindedness, you know? Yeah, because good music is good music regardless of when it came out and how old the MC is or the artist is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going we gonna to get some porno stars on the show. I just want to interview a couple of them, right? So. It <laughs> can't be in person. My wife going to kick my <laughs> Yeah, you can't have a person. <laughs> No, we'll, we'll, we'll have them on the show. Yeah, got a couple of ideas, man. So y'all reach you gotta, out. You got to get, uh, what's what's my man, everybody, Mr. Marcus? You uh, get, <laughs> he, all he got to do is sound bites. He don't even need an interview. <laughs> Anytime you talking, you bring his name up. People know exactly what you talk about. Man, you know, it's so crazy. I was turning my YouTube channel one day. And he had interviews with some cat. And then uh, my wife was in the other room. She heard his voice. She said, is that Mr. Marcus on TV? I was so mad. <laughs> you, you were mad. You was like, what? <laughs> you be looking at people like, I thought you said you was a Christian. How do you know about it? <laughs> right, I started dying Because, you know, he always wore the Detroit has everybody. You know, no yeah. He busted the Detroit hat, so. Gotta get you on the show, bro. I had Ch- Cherokee and Pinky. Uh, they opened up a, a E40 show for me one time, so I'm for I'm, real. Yeah, I've got was, was Pinky rapping or she was dancing? No, she they was just hosting. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. she was rapping the song for a minute at that time. She was they show that you know, I think she was she was in the process of working with um. Big Gov, I think, worked with her. Oh, and, um, Big Gov was helping her out. I think he did some songs with her. Some Big Gov and um, Pistol Atkins, I think. One of them guys. You know what I'm okay. saying? But yeah, she came there with a pantyhose jogging suit on. Damn. I seen I seen her one time at a Dave and Buster's when I was in, in Dallas for an all-star yeah. game. I was just I just walked into Dave and Buster's <laughs> to get something to drink and to eat. And she was just in there playing the game. And I'm like, oh, I, seen, I seen her bang on ass first. <laughs> and I was like, oh, down looked at her face. I'm like, that's pink. She got a little chunky, though. I seen yeah. some videos of her recently uh, on YouTube of her. No, it was on Instagram of her working out. And she was yeah. saying she's trying to get back in shape. I'm like, you got ways to go, but keep at it. Wow. Yeah. 
It it happened though. Yeah, my, my brother was like, "You gotta get Vanessa Del Rio on the show, dog. For real, she be on there, dog, talking yeah. and shit going live. And you can call her on her live, and she say, "Hi, Reggie, how you doing?" Hey, my, brother, <laughs> my brother be illing when she do shit like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know, parts, man. I'm just talking shit. Hey, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Uh, it was funny how the, how they can be such celebrities for something that you wasn't supposed to see, right? It was so. like, because um, you had to go get the videos. Then some video stores had that little section in the back. That, That's what made niggas want to go back to all them damn bees and shit. You know? <laughs> hey, you, you want to know what made... Um, so that industry is powerful as hell because like it's a few documentaries on like how it came to the internet and stuff but and it's a movie too i watched i forgot the name of it but i didn't know i was watching the documentary i didn't know porn was the reason um bait remember it was vhs and it was beta tapes right porn was one of the reasons why we got rid of beta tapes because wow. they started recording more um more movies on vhs and it was like beta became obsolete because more people was buying. Because, you know, most of the movies you would buy or rent on VHS and or you would just wait until it came on HBO or something before it hit TV. Right. But they said porn was a driving factor why we got rid of uh, beta. And then with the DVD era and all of that, and it was just like. I was like, damn, I would have never thought that. But it makes sense, though, right? Because if majority of these if, of a product is sold with this content on it, then you're going to go where the content is, you know? Right. I was like, damn, they drove out a whole, like, plat or whole source of, um, of, of equipment or whatever it was. So everybody... When Beta was sitting there, they couldn't watch porn. So it was like, I can't relate to it. It's I'm crazy. I'm going this back in. What they, um, shit, them porno tapes back then was almost $100 a piece, bro. You know? Yeah. Um, motherfucking granddaddy had a box full of them boys. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. $10,000 worth of pornos in one trash. Trash bin. <laughs> so, yeah, put on some gloves before you go grab them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Man. Fuck, fuck your mind up at 12 years old watching that <laughs> watching that stuff. Like, man, God. They say, oh boy, though, um Ron Jeremy got um I know he was he got locked up or something, but he got like mm -hmm. dementia or something, they said. Mm -hmm. Yep. I seen a um like a news clip or something. I think it was on YouTube when they were saying um he he was locked up, but they was trying to let him out. He got dementia or something like that. I'm gonna have to read up on it. Yeah, man. I met Ron Jeremy in Miami. Yeah, I remember you had a photo with him, right? Had a drop from him. Yeah. yeah. He was with DJ Polo, Coogee Rap Boy Polo. Yeah. He had, uh, when we met him, man, he was like, what's up, man? We ain't shaking your hand, dog. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> they said Shout out Ron Jeremy, for real. He, he was cool. He, he, he got in trouble for um they were seeing like sexual assault or something like that. And I was like, that is ironic as hell. Like I was just thinking, like, who would be around him that wouldn't expect nothing but sex? But then I also gotta think about what type of person he is, uh, you know what I'm saying, on how he handles females because if this is how you treated females all this time in that industry, and I don't know the inside, but I'm saying it could be like either way, like, wow, that's that's crazy. A lot of times too, he, he is the face of the porno industry. So a lot of that stuff probably hasn't been monetized properly. He probably been wanting some checks or yeah, you know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit is it'd be deeper than what what we see, you know what I'm saying? They, they sent a uh um Aminati on him. <laughs> Something like go go get him out of here. He asking for some money now. Janet Jack me, what up though? We gotta get you on the podcast. Uh <laughs> my boys made a song for you, Viola. The Dilla thing did that beat that uh, Janet Jack me. She ain't been on the internet. Mother been trying to get at you since. Well, Ella been trying to get at her since the nineties of being a video. So man, most of them probably nuns or something or then yeah. went down, settled, and got them a, a husband that probably didn't know no better, or that just accept them, <laughs> accept them. Like what's that Usher song? Um, well, he probably knew better. <laughs> um, yeah, he knew better. He didn't care. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> Low key though, it's, it's some regular females that got miles on them like that. And you be like, you don't know. But um, and what's the Usher song? I don't mind something like that. He said, if you dance on the pole, something he be talking about the stripper, and she he be like, money, money. And he be like, he don't care if she dance on the pole. Yeah. Oh, she's coming back home to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, you didn't hype them females up. Most dudes, <laughs> most dudes, they they let you come back home. They ain't trying to like lock you down like that. <laughs> I say the bus those was happy. <laughs> yeah, all, all that sweat. <laughs> and dude, you come home smelling like a bunch of dudes and dirty ones. <laughs> hey, you you want to know what song put a lot of pressure on you? Is that uh, um, um, that Jeezy the CTE song? You ever been in a strip club when that come on? What when up? they be like, um, something all the broke niggas to the back or something, and be like, go and shake the ass, bitch. I'm gonna get this money. That's uh-huh. like that's like the thing. So yeah. that song put a lot of pressure. If you if you came up in there with less than a hundred dollars, just walk out the door before they play yeah. <laughs> that song. Yeah, talking about you in there and you in there because of the food because you like the steak. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a that was a joint. They was on there talking about um how impressionable they were. Uh, Blood Raw and Slick Puller, like how the how the hood loved their music. Like Slick Puller, like he done left hip hop along and doing something totally different and stuff for them. Yeah, them, them song you couldn't DJ no parties without that music. Right. That yeah. stuff at that time. Go and shake that ass. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I put a lot of pressure on 
Yeah. That song. Yeah. Yeah. We got a, Usher had a fake money in the club with his face on it or something when he threw them dollar bills in the club. Which one of them artists threw the hat? Yeah, somebody yeah. did that. I don't know. Who was. Yeah, he was like Usher Bucks or something like that. Hey, that's how you do it, right? Right. Yeah. There. Going throwing some uh, paper NFTs around some crypto hey, bucks. Hey. Make some booty bucks. And right, right. Put booties on them. You get to catch them in at the front door. Right. Badussy bucks. Yeah, Badussy bucks. <laughs> 75 cent on the dollar. Right. NFTs. Oh, it's going to be on Yahoo Finance. Badussy bucks. The value yeah. is Badussy bucks versus gotta, the American dollar. I got to set it up, man. Yeah. Man, we we want to let y'all know too. We need more female MCs, man. Y'all just pop out, man. It ain't a lot, but it is a lot. So, you know, we, that's what our goal is to talk to more female MCs. We want we want the dope female MCs. I'm gonna keep yeah. it real. We don't yeah. everybody, we're gonna get y'all the same standards we get at dudes. We want the people that that got some skills that put in some work. That's out here working and put a name out for themselves. Right. And you know, a lot of times people be easy on the females when it comes to this because just because they're female. Like it's harder for females, but it's also people give females a pass. And it's like, no, nah, we know some females that got some bars, yeah. they got some style. So don't think just because you're a female, we about to just interview you. Like, we gotta no. make that clear. Cause I don't no. want you on there just because you want some attention and you didn't got a BBL or something. You, no. We want bars over BBLs. That's a, yeah. a bar. I gotta holler at my girl Smooth, man. I ain't seen Smooth from uh, You Play Me. Yeah. Uh, hit us up. You know, that's that was my homegirl. I met her with Atron Gregory in Detroit. Uh, I was there. Yeah, yeah man. Like you, gotta, you gotta get with us. Smooth, what up, though? I took that yeah, man, was, down yeah. at what, like the Athenium or something like that. We were, we was at the Pontchartrain train or something. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, she's man. I was my girl. Uh, shit, Antoinette. I want to get you on a show, Sweet Tea. We waiting for you. You know what I'm saying? Shay Noor. I reached out to her. Boom. That's she a producer and an MC. That's she one of the illest. You know. Yeah. Um. Man, it's a couple more, man. We we gotta get Lola Demon again on in our circle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, of course, cash down. You know. Like you might as well say MC Light, since we naming name yeah. shoot yeah. for the shoot for the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Queen Latifah, all of them, man. Yeah. Shit. Man. Bahamadia. Yeah, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's been some dope females, man. Um, uh, Redbone gotta get on here with us, yeah, too. yeah. Miss Redbone, most head home. If you didn't think I was coming back, you dead yeah. wrong. <laughs> Real. She said, I'll jump across the counter and rearrange your quick weave. <laughs> she was the realest, man. She still is, she just, yeah. Rappers put in the studio. 
Where else she had Ellis Red Ball? Cha-Cha. What up, though, Cha-Cha? That was my homegirl. Uh, put out a project a long time ago. She got Nas on her album and Trick Daddy. Yeah, she what was that? Right. It was on noon Noontime, right? What was yeah. that the name of it? Yeah. yeah, it was on... I think Jim Crow was on the label too. Yeah, Smiley, we gotta get Smiley. Smiley, the queen of the yeah. yeah. Bombshell. Yeah. Corey Blake, yo. I gotta get uh Kathy from Strictly Sportswear on here. Kathy, what up, though? She gotta bring me the um the Charlie Brown with the with the Dookie rope sweater mm. standing next to the sidekick. Mm. With the big tire on the back, airbrush. <laughs> yes, um, Kathy. We sold those things, man. Uh, on the corner of Eight Mile of Greenfield, man. She had these kind of hats with the snakeskin bibs. Yeah. She thinks she was selling boys for like eighty bucks. She was killing them, like eighty or seventy pack movies. It was almost a hundred, but she was killing them back then, man. I don't. Y'all gotta bring them back with the snakeskin bibs. Bring that shit back. We're gonna bring that shit back, Red. We gonna bring it back. We endure. We gotta put the um we gotta put it the snake skin, then have the snake skin belt on with yeah. the uh, silk shirt, the Levi's and the Adidas with the snake skin stripes to do something like that. I see some alcohol ponies too. Yeah. Yeah, some ponies. What up though? Gotta get y'all down, you know. Some Detroit shit. Well, man, we, we glad y'all tuned in, man. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe, leave comments, like, share, tell your mama, tell your daddy. We ain't out here fooling, showing all the weed and blunts we got and all that crazy stuff. Yeah, tell your tell your mama, your daddy, your greasy grandpappy. Yeah, all of them. All them. We, ain't got, we ain't showing how many pistols we got. We have fun. We have fun. It is. Yep. You know what we gotta do, you know? Tell your grandma when she get home for church and she take off that church hat, kick her feet up, and, and watch Funky Fresh in the flesh. Yeah, let the pantyhose air out, grandma. <laughs> and let your let your grandkids <laughs> use your turntables. You know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Listen to your grandkids first rhyme, grandma. For real. Yeah. That's your, your job. For real. Grandma started hip hop. That's going to be my saying. Man. Grandma real. started hip hop. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm, I got to write that down. Don't nobody bite my stuff. Y'all steal my style. It's gonna, it was going to say, Grandma started hip hop. You did. They had the most patience, man. They was, that's the patience, patience records right there, Grandma. My started hip hop. All right, I got it now. I'm 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 gonna show you what I'm gonna do with it. I don't want nobody bite my style. Yeah, dope. All right, y'all check out the show. We got a bunch of interviews out there. We got people. Everybody be like, you should interview this person, interview that person, and we already did. We just ain't released it. So it's a it's. It's like recording a, a a movie or a sitcom. Like you, we put it out. So usually, when you see a when you see a season, like you watching Power or something, they recorded all the episodes 
and they release them every week. Funky Fresh in the Flesh. That's what Ain't we no, do. Man, ain't so, no slack, no slacking in our macking. You know yep. what I'm saying? For real. We, You're gonna be surprised who y'all see on this platform. Oh biz. Yep. And we ain't even gotten to the young dudes we got coming up. So mm -hmm. y'all gonna see that too. But we what man, young old out cold all around, young OGs, BGs, OGs, yep. triple OGs, quadruple OGs. We got them. infinity OGs. Right, right. We have Avenger OGs. Right, right, right. Thanks for tuning in. Red, shout out your Instagram page. My Instagram is at Bboy Reg HP because I'm from HP where we made super MCs. My whole inner circle got that compound V. You know what I'm saying? We we super over here. Super dope. Deaf. Shout out to AJ McGee. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, That's what's up, man. Oh. I'm at, at DJ Butter. Any anybody from Highland Park or that might have stayed or ever lived in Highland Park, if y'all got old plugger show footage from those rhyme battles, if you don't know what the plugger is, you probably don't have to tape. But if you got old plugger show footage, yeah. it will probably most likely be on VHS from like the late. 80s to maybe like the early 90s if you got plugger show footage dm us we Man, will get we on the footage we gotta get the footage yeah. yeah if you got any of that footage we will give a cash reward depending yeah. on what footage you have yes. so the plugger show in highland park um the mainly the rhyme battles let us know if you had that footage and um and DM us, we we gonna get at you, and we gonna make it worth your while. Yeah, the plugger show, Highland Park plugger shows, right across the street from R.J. Watkins. Yep. Man show. So the plugger show was a little blue building. Yeah, somebody was at home recording them because everybody's little cousin was going on there trying to rap or whatever. Yeah. I won a couple times. I won like a some houdini posters and some other stuff like if you got that footage let us know and it's a few mcs i'm not gonna say their name it's a few mcs um locally in the detroit area that that went on and do some good stuff and some bigger stuff but they was young and we talking eighth ninth tenth grade so we definitely want that footage if y'all can find it if y'all have it look through y'all vhs tapes it's up in your grandma's attic and all that stuff Plugger show, what we looking for. The show, yep, yep. Rest in peace, Illy. Illy, we was on the show together with TKO. Yeah. Shout out to the Food Stamp Boys. <laughs> the whole Food Stamp Boys, you know what I'm saying? So, yep. HP, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to see all y'all. Tune in, man. Keep tuning in. Stay tuned. Don't get out of tune. And we're going to stay out cold, in cold. <laughs> all the time that's dope <laughs> and we out check us out like share subscribe on spotify um apple Podcasts, iheart youtube all of that when you go on just hit the like button just listen to it listen to it in the background fall asleep to it all that romance your old lady too funky fresh in the flesh podcast and we out
Let's go Bears.